Hello and welcome to Subtle Frequencies. Do you know where your food comes from? Diane Seafood, Taco Castle, Grandpa Groovies, we got so many restaurants here in town, but who really thinks about where those meals come from, how they're handled, what sort of magical or otherworldly hands get their fingers all in your pies, so to speak? It's all a bit mysterious to me, and of course it would be inappropriate for, for any of us to go into a kitchen to really dig in deep into what's going on back there, but as far as I understand it, there are those among us who are blessed with that privilege, and now they're going to bring the knowledge to you so that you can, you know, sleep a little more sound at night. Guns Glover is the only thing standing between the cushy lives we hold so dear and the swirling chaos of the unregulated food service industry world. You guessed it, he loves his job. What's the only crime he's ever committed? Caring too much. Two Guns has been on the force for nearly 30 years, and it has changed him. He tries to keep his professional life separate from his home life. He can't bring that stuff home. Anyway, he's divorced is what we're getting at. USDA regulation is a hard beat, and there are no clear solutions to these persistent issues. But he's the only one willing to do what is right, rather than what is easy. Well, Two Guns, how you doing today? I wish I could say I'm doing pretty well here, but I'm not. Oh, what's what's the matter, man? I just got a lot on my mind here, but you know, I, I got a lot of restaurants in this town, not a lot of time to take care of them all. Right, yeah, there's almost an absurd amount, if you ask me. There are too many. Too many cooks, yeah. I've been asking the federal government for years to put a uh, restriction on how many restaurants one town can have per population, you know, but... Nobody listens to, you know, the, the troops on the ground. I'm sorry, man. Seems like it's really taking a toll on you. I mean, I yeah, read if that. If sorries were horses, we'd all be eating steak, you know what I mean? No. What do you mean? That's a little bit of business parlance, a little bit of jargon. If you say so. Anyways, what can you tell me about what you do? You know, I've never met someone with your job, which also, follow up auxiliary question what is your job exactly you look at food or something i'm your run-of-the-mill health inspector so you know i'm the i'm on the front lines i'm i'm doing all the dirty work here i'm making sure everything is safe and clean and you know where it's supposed to be things are labeled right making sure that the you know the meats are in the fridge on the bottom shelf not the top shelf so that they don't mm, drip yeah, down on right, your produces yeah. you know gotcha. eggs count eggs count as raw meat you gotta put them down there too Good to know. Hope everyone's listening out there. Okay, so, I mean, maybe this is a little selfish, but as someone who has seen, you know, the the real inner workings of every restaurant around here, what do you, you know, what are the restaurants that have, you know, passed your test that you would still recommend 
to maybe me or maybe someone else. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'll start off by saying where you shouldn't go, and that's the Giggle Dungeon. That's for sure. That's a bad place uh, run by bad people, and it's a dirty, dirty place with a big old rat running around. He might be wearing a suit, but he's a bad guy. Noted. I can never find that place. That's kind of the point. You know, it's supposed to, oh, you know, you're at sort of like a friend's house or whatever, and then, oh, there's a little bit of a velvet rope doors with Lights flashing around them, like the bulbs flash around, kind of like a carnival, but, you know, it's supposed to attract kind of the younger crowd, I get that, you know, young kids, they don't need to eat good food, but, you know, that place, I think it, it's a bad place. They're Sounds doing bad like things, it. they're bad people. Okay, well, yeah, I'll keep that in mind and continue to not go there. Another place you shouldn't go to, Diane's, you know, I mean, that place is very obviously made to be kind of like a gladiatorial, you know, if you want to keep your chair, you got to... You gotta be able to fight for it. You know, that's not good. Because, uh, you know, blood gets everywhere. That's not sanitary. Oh, yeah. Good point. Okay. But, you know, I'd go to... Taco Castle has to be one of my favorites. Okay, that's a surprise. They know what they're doing there. You know, that's that's probably the cleanest place on God's green earth. I would eat not only off the floor of that place, but the engines and the cars in their parking lot. Okay. They got corporate values there. They know their rules. They, they're filling out sheets in triplicate. They're... When the cooks are cooking stuff, they got checklists on checklists. They got people in beard nets. They got people in saran wrap gloves. Okay. Not hey, a crumb out of place the, there. On the down low, though, since you've been back there, do you know what the secret seventh ingredient is? Uh, they make me sign not one, but two different NDAs every time I go in and come out. Damn it. Okay. So, I do. And if I told it to you, I'd be dead. They would be legally in the right if they killed me. That's. That seems like that shouldn't be something that's allowed. Corporate restaurant law is a really complicated thing. Oh, well, yeah. I, guess I leave so. the law to the lawyers and the grunt work to yours truly, you know? I guess. So, look, Two Guns is an interesting first name, but I was just wondering, I guess, kind of twofold. Why do you have two guns and wouldn't one suffice? And also, as a health inspector, why do you have a gun? Well, it's not a gun in the traditional sense. Uh, it's this is a TP30. It's a thermometer reader. It's got the big laser on it. You know, see, it, see, I can point oh. at you. I can use it. And hey, cut it out. You know, 90, 98. You're doing well. You're doing. I mean, you're doing hot. But I got two of these because uh, I'm sure you read the paper. I'm sure everybody here is aware that my partner went missing, has disappeared, and is, uh, I mean, the public presumes them dead, but I, I'll never give up. So this is their gun. And, uh, you know, here and there, my, my supervisor will tell me, like, hey, you're working too hard. You're working too hard. You care too much. You're too close to this thing. You know, I'm going to need your gun and your badge. But what, what they know, don't know is that I got two of each so because oh. i got my partner's gun and badge so i just give them one and i keep the other one i keep doing what i got to do to keep people safe well i'm glad that you're out here man you know like i'm glad that someone's protecting us so you know what does this gun mean to you or these guns perhaps power uh authority truth science yellow uh laser uh, yeah uh, red, because the laser's color is red. Right, laser's red. Yeah, the actual device itself is yellow with a little bit of black. But that's pretty much, you know, this is uh, this is the 
the thin line keeping people safe here is this you know i point this in a pot of pot of stew or perhaps like a a boiled chicken or such i know exactly how hot it is and whether or not it's going to be you know when i'm inspecting a restaurant i stay there for the full hours of operation i just point at everything that's going through the window you know huh okay every plate if there's green beans on that plate bam i got the laser i see okay if there's like uh, a bit of pork on a bun uh boom i got the laser sure if there's like a sloppy chicken sandwich going out there boom the laser's back making me hungry now and if there's a single infraction of temperature law then they're done for the day it seems like excessive like a really high standard to me i mean high st- when it comes to health and safety you gotta have a high standard well i guess you're right okay well two guns now that we know what you you do and etc really what i want to get into is you know people around town um, they rarely have the opportunity to, like, understand food. It's almost like it's, like, hidden arcane knowledge. And you're the one who can teach us, you know, how to stay safe, how to stay healthy. That's absolutely correct. And, you know, get to the bottom of some of these uh, important food safety questions that people have. So let's get to some callers. What do you say? Let's get to it. All right. Right after these words from our sponsors. Salutations. It is I, Bartomir Crete, Archbishop of the Cathedral of the Weeping Heart, informing you that I have returned to you now with tidings of sweet love. Do you pine for the hand of your truest soulmate? Have you searched and searched only to find yourself alone in the darkness? This shall be no more. Deliver yourself to the Cathedral of the Weeping Heart, wherein you mayest, for a price most modest, employ my services in lust and love. I shall find your truest companion, or by the scepter of Hjalmar I shall perish. And might I remind you of our extensive line of handmade goat's milk soaps and candles, hypoallergenic, and hypnotizing. All this and more when you enter the Cathedral of the Weeping Heart. Okay, and we're back. And we're ready for some callers. Everyone's excited to talk food. Let's get to it. First callers ready to go right now. Oh, hello. This is Heimlich, he, him. And I am walking through the forest. And I'm looking at the forest floor. And there is this beautiful mushroom. It is a little bit tall, like knee high. And okay. it's looking very scrumptious, scrummy, as some would say. Ugh. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. And I think I'm going to have to eat it, but I wanted to ask 
a professional first, if they advise me to take a nice big bite out of this delicious mushroom. I'm like, did you not learn your lesson after you ate all those crystals and almost died that one time? I am back from hospital and they told me no more crystals in my diets. Uh-huh. And this does not look like a crystal to me. Got me there. You know what? Got me there. Well, there's a lot of mushrooms out there. And, you know, you could eat some of them. You can't eat some of them. You can't eat some of them. You can't eat some of them. What does this mushroom look like? Because, I mean, I'm not an expert on them if they're not coming from a veritable source like a farmer's market or even like a superstore of some kind. Yeah. Or Jerry. Yeah, or Jerry or the super big lots. Depending on who's in charge of the feed store right now, the feed store definitely has a lot of them. Don't ask me why I don't know any animals that eat them. Yeah. Well, as I said before, it is knee-high, very tall. It has yeah. a bell-shaped cap with drippings coming down. They're solid, what? but they look like drippings. And the drips are bright red, like blood. Oh. And the cap itself is black with yellow stripes. That sounds like poison. And it smells not like real toasted marshmallow, but like the markers that are scented like toasted marshmallow. If you recall from your wee years playing with the scented markers. No. Um, yeah, me neither. I got nothing for you there. I don't, I don't like the scented markers. I keep them away from children because they likely have something to get them uh, loaded, and I'm not trying to get kids loaded. I think they're non-toxic. Well, that's the mushroom, and I think it's going to be scrumptious, but I also wanted to get a second opinion. I know it's not me you're asking, but you shouldn't eat it. Don't yeah, I'm gonna it. have to. I'm gonna have to second that emotion there. I'm gonna have to say that I'm I'm not a mycologist, but you should not be eating that mushroom on account of it sounds pretty devastatingly sinister, and I don't care if it smells like a marker. I think in the moment I would care if it smelled like a marker. Sure, right. But not in the way, like that smell makes me think it's bad. Yeah, it's not a good sign. Is the thing. I'm like, are you eating? I'm. Oh yes, I got no. distracted and I forgot that I was listening and I took a nice big bite out of the mushroom. Oh no! What does it taste like? It tastes like if you left a guava out in a dumpster. Okay. And then melted a crayon in it. I see. But then you put that in a blender. Uh-huh. And you put a little bit of paprika, like not the spicy kind, the, the sweet kind of paprika. Uh-huh. And you maybe put a little emulsion in there of the fat, like a little bit of olive oil. Okay. And then you put that on top of a biscuit. This was starting to sound pretty good, but then I remember that you said it tasted like a rotten fruit with a crown in it. Yeah, I forgot about the trash guava. You kind of buried that one in there. Yeah. Underneath all the other descriptions. Yeah. Um, do you feel okay? Yes, my hands have never felt bigger. What? And I'm struggling to use them. 
Which that is probably like a thing. side effect. It was a long hike here and I had my hands low. I think it's just that they swole up and that is why they are changing colors. Changing. Unrelated like. to the mushroom, which was nice and delicious and nothing other than that. You should go to the hospital. No, no more hospital for me. I simply want to live my life here in the forest. I mean, I don't live here in the forest. I just, I'm retired, so I come here to do my strolls. Mm. Well, I think I have to go. There is a visitor here. It's an infant baby with moth wings that is entreating me on a flight. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds delightful. Um... I can't use the buttons on the phone anymore because my fingers are so swollen. But I'm going to put it here in the moss, and if you could hang up, that would be wonderful. Yeah, sure, man. No problem. Wiedersehen! Uh, wow. Okay, well. Ugh. I'm sure no harm will come out of that. And this is why you got to buy your mushrooms from a store with labels. Mm. And if there's any dirt on them, ask for your money back. Isn't there, like, books for this, though, for hunting mushrooms? I wouldn't trust those. Okay. Those are written by people that are trying to subvert our health food conventions. Interesting theory. And when I say health food, I mean, like, not healthy food. I mean health as it relates to food. Right. Food health. Um, I'm like, well, good luck out there. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, don't eat mushrooms in general. It's my reco on this one. Not a fan. Anyways, moving on. Another caller. We got another one right here. Got another caller. You're on. Hey, uh, my name is Siasi. She, her, and I am a Sasquatch. I live out in the forest, of course. And I've been noticing a bunch of these creatures that, you know, normally are going to be living in the swamp. Uh, like alligators and turtles and snakes and planet pie and all that. Very interesting. And, uh, well, you know, because they're, uh, they don't want to live in a swamp anymore because the goblin, goblin thing. Yeah. But I was uh, thinking, uh, with all these, uh, alligators and such walking around, that, well, you know, we got all these restaurants in town, and I think it would just be better for the forest and, uh, for, all our Sasquatches out here, if these swamp creatures were to educate themselves, uh, you know, at the Pam school, and, you know, I think it'll be good if they got some real skills and went out there and uh, were working in the restaurants. I understand that they don't necessarily, like, You usually... ignorant Whoa. Let's cool it. Cool the energy You're trying there. to turn this whole thing upside down. You're trying to turn this town upside down and shake it by its britches. What are you talking about? Say you work somewhere, you got a beard. Mm-hmm. Got a big bushy beard, you make them wear a beard net. Yeah. What am I supposed to tell a fucking porcupine? Okay, yeah, good point. What am I supposed to tell a gorilla? Well, I, there ain't no gorillas in the swamp. I don't know anything about the ecology of the swamp. I don't know anything about swamp gorillas, whether they do or don't exist. What I do know is that you're asking animals with weird animal diseases to come into restaurants and start putting their little paws, their hooves all over the food. 
I mean, they could wash their hands, right? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to see. And I just think there's just a lot of these alligators in the forest and that they would have more fun in town. What's an alligator going to do at a restaurant? Service. They can put the little platters on their back and they can walk up to the tables and wiggle their little bodies. And then it would, it would tell the people, hey, I got your platter. And then you would pick up the platter from the alligator. Alligators are riddled with weird diseases, like turtles. They got a different set of skills, alligators and turtles. And one of those skills is salmonella. Okay. Not desirable. Do you think that the customer should wash their plate and their food after it has touched an alligator? I don't know. Put sanitizer all over their gazpacho? It seems impractical. I just, I just thought it'd be a good idea. Caller, I think we should cherish the fact that these gators and opossums and porcupines, etc., get to live a life, you know, free of, like, the workaday world and, like, just get to, I mean, they probably don't want to be in the forest, but they just get to lay in some dirt and, like, I don't, I don't know what they do, chase chickens and eat them whole or something. How are you going to ask a swamp chicken to go and do a... A fried chicken restaurant and serve up more chicken. They can't work brunch. No, I feel kind of bad. I'd say that you should. I guess I'm going to go think about that. Well, thank you for opening my eyes to, to the joys of being a swamp creature. I mean, I like lying in the mud, too. So I guess uh, I'll talk to, you, talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye. The audacity on some of these people. She's just trying to come up with solutions, but yeah, definitely misguided. I'm glad we could open her eyes. I ain't opening it. Okay. I'm here to do a job. I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna give anybody any apologies. I'm not gonna ask for forgiveness. Okay. I'm doing neither. Seems like oddly aggressive, I guess. This job does things to you. Sure. Things you wouldn't understand. Yeah, I guess not. Shouldn't have to understand. And I won't. Once you're on the other side of that, there's no going back. Hmm. I'm sorry if that makes me seem crass. Or incredibly rude. Yeah. But I'm also well, not sorry. Isn't that what the kids say? I'm not I'm sure. sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm not. If you say so, man. Um... Well, anyways, let's get another caller here. Someone... Someone else. Ready to go right now. Here we go. Next caller, you're on. Hi, my name is Swamp Squash Jarrett, and I use he, they pronouns. Well, I was just taking a stroll in the forest, you know, as the Swatches want to do. And, uh, well, I have come across quite the scene. There is a spit... And a, and a fake fire, and on that spit is what appears to be a roasting bird from far away. But as I approached this, this scenario, uh, I discovered that that roasting bird was simply a costume that a living goblin was wearing. Okay. That's very troubling. It was very yeah. troubling to see, just because of its strangeness. And, and I decided to approach even closer to this uh, bizarre scene. And the goblin 
who was wearing a little mask that was meant to look like a bird beak, which makes no sense. If you're roasting a bird, you're going to take that head off. But uh, they had, you mm. know. That is regulation. That's what I was mm. thinking. But in any case, that goblin's wearing a little mask that was simply just a paper plate uh, clipped together with some staples. And it, it was whispering to me all alluring-like and saying things like get a taste and just a nibble and I am a real bird. And, well, I called into this mm. program uh, because I'm curious if I should eat it and if I were to eat it, would I become a super goblin for the reasons that I'm a Sasquatch, not a human? Uh, would I then become like a huge Hulk goblin? That is my question. Let me start off by asking you, was there an expiration date or a sell-by date on this uh, presumed bird? I mean, it was currently alive, so I didn't really consider expiration being a problem. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I'm not seeing any tags or numbers or packaging. Was there a preparation date of any kind on there that said, like, when it was made and when you should throw it out if if it hasn't been thrown out already? Well, it looks like it's a, like a, a fabric or foam uh, kind of get-up and then a, a living, shiny goblin inside. Does that answer your question? Would you say that it, it seems to have been out for more than three hours? I, I do think this goblin is older than three hours old. So if uh, food, especially meat, has been out in kind of room temperature for more than three hours, then it it's probably in the danger zone temperature-wise on the inside. If I if I had my guns on it right now, I bet you it would say that it was uh, between 60 and 70 degrees, which that's when bacteria, that's that's their, that's their comfort zone. Isn't also, it roasting on an open fire? But the fire's not, not real, right? Yeah, it's not a real fire. Oh. But I, I would like to point out that its internal temperature is probably a little higher since it has a, a you know, circulatory system that is causing it to have, uh, b being alive. Right. And it probably has an immune system that is fighting any sort of bacterial infection. Exactly. So, so if I was, proliferation. I, 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 that is very comforting to hear. Because uh, if I do chomp down on it to live in flesh, and just a little bit of that goblin juice comes out, uh, and I am transformed yes. into a goblin entity, I'm just wondering, you know, I, one, I, I do not want to get diseases. That would be un, unfortunate and unintended. Mm -hmm. But I do wonder if I would become, again, a, a larger than normal goblin. Any thoughts? I mean... If you think I, about it, right, like a person, we've seen it, you know, I guess firsthand you would call it Craven Darkheart, human guy, um, ate oh, a yeah. goblin, become a goblin. Wouldn't have advised that either. Yeah. But you, you're a Sasquatch, you're considerably, I think the two traits that you have are different from us, big. True. Hairy. Very large. Lots of hair. Lots of hair. Yeah, so if you apply the same equation, you would be a little small, smaller, less hairy. All right, all right. So, but for a goblin, still quite large. So I'd be like a human-sized goblin with 
far. Yeah, you'd probably be like between, I don't know, like 5'5 five, five and 6'5. Average human height. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Well, I'm gonna have to consider that, uh, in it. I mean, no, this is in no way an endorsement of the choice that you should be eating that guy. No, yeah. In fact, it's almost more of a con- condemnation of that. Uh, I would say that that is in the realm of unsanctioned meats. Yeah. I don't think I, don't would, eat I it. would eat it in its entirety, just because I don't necessarily... It only takes a little bit. That's true, and that's sort of what I'm putting into my personal equation here. Uh, well, alright, well, that, that gives me a lot to kind of prey on. Uh, I appreciate all your uh, input and uh, safety tips. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, goodbye. No, thank you. Goodbye. This fucking town... My fucking town just getting stranger and stranger. Yeah, you know, weird. These goblins are trying some really weird tactics. Can't wait for this war to be over. Really... I would say that just blanket statement, we gotta get these people, these goblins, off of our streets. We gotta get them to stop. Don't eat any of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's um, no way of knowing if it's poison or not. Yeah, I mean, we could find a way to welcome them into our town and, you know help them out without eating them also. I think that should be not even a last resort, just a no resort. Yes. Don't and eat they, them. They can't taste good. Right? They subsist almost entirely on cats. If you're that um, hungry, I I gotta assume that you know you could eat something else. Maybe a nice can of tuna. Hmm. I guess. Maybe a loaf of white bread. Oh, now that now we're maybe talking. a pickle out of a jar. That make sure you look at that jar. Make sure that expiration date's right. Okay, sure. What if it's like, like my buddy just made some? Could Are you they trust a licensed that? pickle maker? No. Then no, I say don't. Interesting. Okay. Good to know, uh, people out there. Well, that's another hot tip. Hope y'all are writing this stuff down. Let's see if we can get some more hot tips going in this next call. Next caller, uh, you're on. Hey, this is Dale, uh, he, him, and I am a Sasquatch farmer, and I Like provide... you're a farmer that is a Sasquatch? Oh, no, no, I'm not a farmer that is a Sasquatch. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. This is a uh, third... Sasquatch related call that we've received here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Sasquatch. I mean, like, I've got quite a bit of hair, but I'm in no way a Squatch. But. Sounds like something Squatch would say. You know, I provide, I've got quite a bit of land here that I inherited from my, my folks, and I'm living out my dream of, you know, free range farming Sasquatches and feeding them a high fat tubular diet. Uh, you know, like, I feed them a lot of sausages and a lot of, you know, nice crisp cans of Bones Brewing beer. And, you know, just kind of giving them outdoor showers to make sure they're clean. You know, lazy boys so they don't have, you know, I don't want their muscles to be all worked up. I want them to be nice and soft and, you know, make sure that the marbling of the meat's really nice. Okay. But... As soon as, like, the time comes to, you know, do the deed and slaughter the Squatch, you know, the Squatch disappears. So how do I get them to stay so that I can get the meat? 
I gotta guess that they don't want to get eight. Yeah, you're talking about slaughtering creatures that are sentient. Yeah. Not only sentient, but speak uh, human languages. Yeah. As we've seen here on this program. Yeah, we've talked to two now. So, like, you know, one, are you a, a federally licensed slaughterhouse? Yeah, I am. So at least you got that going for you. Yeah, fully, fully licensed. All the Q's and I's are dotted. So I would say then it's an issue of, like, do you want to commit a murder every time you want to eat? Because, I mean, like, yeah, the line is thin between a, a pig murder and a, a Sasquatch murder, but it is a little harder to make that argument when they are literally speaking and can voice their feelings very, very vocally. Yeah. Oh, no, this is uh, a completely consensual operation. I'm not going to slaughter any Sasquatches unless they say that that's what they want. So, wait, you want to know how to get the Squatches to want to be killed and eaten by you? Yeah, that's precisely, that's my dream. Um, okay. I think you kind of have to decide whether or not you are doing this or you are not because you're not going to get a consensual murder of a Squatch anytime soon. Yeah, just given the population, you know, it seems like that would be a hard one. To... One day it's going to happen and, you know, it's going to be good eating is all I can think. I've gotten really close to where I've been, like, manicuring their nails and I've been like, oh, these are some plump fingies. Wouldn't it be funny if I took a little bite? And they laugh, you know, because I'm, I'm a funny guy. And and then I'm like, what if I took not a little bite, but a big bite? And what do they say to that? They typically remind, one of them reminds the other that they have something that they forgot they had to do. Like, mm. oh, forgot, you know, grandma's things. in the hospital, I gotta go. Mm. And then they walk out the, the door, which is unlocked. Sure. You know, I've got my property uh, fenced off with wooden wooden fences, but they, there's plenty of doors. Okay. Uh, I'm just taking a read of the room here, but have you ever thought of, instead of having, like, wooden fences, having electric fences and getting rid of the gates, or at least making the gates so you can, only a person with keys can get in and out. That's not very welcoming is the only thing that comes to mind here. Yeah. Have you ever thought of cages instead of lazy boys? Whoa, what are you... Wait, hold on. That doesn't sound good at all. I'm just reading... I'm just taking a read of the room. These aren't suggestions. I'm just asking questions here. Okay. Yeah, no, what you're talking about sounds a lot worse than what I'm doing here. Yeah. Which is trying to make really good friends and supporting the Sasquatch community, but also uh, secretly hoping that one of them will let me slaughter and butcher them. And then eat them. And yeah, I don't know. I think you should eat something else. It's gonna be my big yeah. I think you on this. you arrived here at a world of possibilities, and you picked the one most impossible thing. Mm. I think you're in the wrong, and I think you got to get out of this place. Let the Sasquatches be. Maybe mm -hmm. get your own, or like convert it to a more conventional place. You know. Get a couple cows in there, or get a little weird with it. Guinea pig farm. Oh, yeah. Seems like you're in the weird... Guinea south. pigs are conventionally 
eaten in plenty of different places in the world, you know, they could take on here, and it could be your responsibility that that happens. Mm. Yeah, I'm just not as passionate about guinea pigs as I am about squatches, but I guess it's worth the thought. Something to think about, yeah. Yeah, I'd maybe go buy, like, a country store that's got maybe a thousand different kinds of jerky, buy one of each one, and maybe just keep taking bites until you get one that really speaks to you. Oh, that's a really, that's a surprisingly good suggestion coming from somebody who I thought seconds ago was trying to get me to cage sentient creatures. Yeah. That was me taking a read of the room. Sure. Well, uh, I'm just, I'm not going to take any more of your time, and I hope to see you guys soon. Thanks for calling. Guy needs to get his life together. You know, they're trying, trying stuff out. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. Curious? Yeah, I'm curious. I think we all are, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm curious in general, but it sounds like you mean something specific. I mean, you know, I'm curious about, you know, we don't need to say it. I'm sure you're curious too. You know, like you, you'd like to know. Eh, not that curious. What I'm getting at is, that I'm curious about what a Sasquatch tastes like. Yeah, I thought you were just gonna let it go. Um, yeah, I think we should. Would it just... be bovine in nature? Would it be? More like elk. I mean, like, people are supposed to taste like pork. Would it be something close to that? Hmm. Would it be a mixture of maybe the two? Like a deep red meat, but it cooks up nice like a pork? Couldn't tell you, man. Um. Only one way to find out. Uh, I think we should just settle on never knowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way to know. Yeah. No way to know. There's no way to know. I was just taking... Take a read of the room. Okay. Well, whatever. Gotta keep this moving. Um, yeah, next okay. caller, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Next caller is ready to go right now. You're on. Hi, my name is Sasquatch Bart. They, them. Uh, and I'm uh, a little concerned about the last caller. I have stayed at Dale's place before. And I always thought it was just a spa and resort. I mean, mm. all of us squatches around here love that place. I mean, Dale's the best. I thought he was the best before. Uh, sure. But now... Yeah, of course. I, I, I just have sort of a gross feeling that I, I that he was trying to eat us. Um, right, yeah. So, I sort of have mixed feelings now. I really just... I, I loved the Lazy Boys, and I can really get into the tubular food lifestyle, but I just don't know if I can go back, kind of knowing, again, that he wants to eat my uh, flesh. Yeah, that's one of the worst characteristics for a person to have. Yeah, that is a tall order, and I could see why somebody like you would be against that. Yeah, I don't want to undersell kind of the experience of Dale's Spawn Resort, uh, as I previously thought it, it was. I mean, mm-hmm. beer and uh, tubular hush puppies and just, like, hitting it, you know, with your friends, you know, getting that recliner going, I mean, that's a great time. So I just, uh, I'm going to miss it. I don't know. You know, anybody uh, that, I don't know, would be interested in that experience? What, what experience? What? You know what I'm talking I mean, I'm just... Just taking a read of the room here, but you know anybody that would 
Yeah, what you said. I said, you. so you want to know if any Sasquatch wants to get eaten? For real? Yeah. Just probing the room. I mean, I, no, I don't want to. Just taking the temperature. I don't think I want to be eaten. No, I no. Obviously, me neither. That would be that'd be bad. I, but if you know you you know anybody, I don't uh, think, I think like any Sasquatch that wants to get eaten should like seek help. Yeah, that seems like they should get to a counselor or something. Yeah. I'm not trying to shame anybody for the way that they feel here. Yeah, but that's like you're you're wanting to get like destroyed. That's not cool. I don't like that. That just no. makes me feel icky. I feel icky already. I mean, is it just you can't create or destroy matter? You know, it's uh, I'm, you'd live on. I, I think I think I forgot I had something to do. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do that. Thanks, Pam. Thank you. Thanks, friends. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for calling. Um, two guns. You gotta stop trying to eat these people. And by I people, have never I mean said that. People. Not even one time. And I would swear on a Bible in my hand in the court of law. On that topic, I would do that. Okay, but yeah, just stop. Cut it out. Just cut it out. I don't want to eat Sasquatch. I don't. Yucky, ooey, gooey. No way. Okay. It would be bad. It would be wrong. It would be wrong. It'd be unethical. But you know, would it be an experience? Absolutely. Do I personally want to experience it? No. But if someone did, could we blame them? It's yes. wrong. It's bad. Uh huh. We're not going to do it. Right. Yes. But if somebody wanted to and it was consensual, could you blame them for doing it? Yes. All right, then. All right, well, that's settled. Anyways, another caller. Next caller is ready to go right now. You're on. Hey, this is Corbett. Uh, I go by he, him, and I was just listening to this wacky epi, and I was like, ooh, what a weird vibe. Uh, so how do I get a Bigfoot to eat me? What? Where Why does this do sick that? twist get off? I say it all the time. Don't eat people. Don't get eaten. Don't yeah. encourage being eaten. Mm -hmm. Hard stop. It's all good advice, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I was just like, I don't know, it sounded kind of groovy and... No, it doesn't sound good. It's fucking bad. You know whose fault this is? Who? You know who the fuck there is to blame on this? I... Are you gonna tell me, or...? It's Brian Fuller, creator of the show Hannibal. Yeah, he did make those people look so delicious. They did too good a job of making it look delicious. Yeah. But this guy, who I guess is still on the line, um, doesn't want to eat people. He wants to get ate. Yeah, I'm just looking to get ate up. Like I said before, don't eat people. Don't be person to get eaten. Hard stop. I mean, yeah, all good advice. I can't argue with any particular point. Um, I won't argue with it either. Okay, good. Myself. Yeah? Yeah, Corbett, um, I, honestly, we can't entertain this thought too much. I think you should, uh, seek, seek professional help from a counselor or some other sort of license. Not even a nibble, daddy-o. I guess that's less bad, but even so, still. That is a slippery slope. You get a taste, you discover how good it is, and then it's a slippery slope from there to full-on preparation. Well, I guess, uh, 
You guys are a lot more closed-minded than I thought. I thought this was a place for ideas to bounce around like ping-pongs on a table. Only good ideas. Yeah, good ideas and uh, not your ideas. Yeah. Sorry, man. Um, have a good day. Bye. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sick and tired of all these people talking about, oh, oh, maybe it would be good to be eaten up. No, man. Yeah, people gotta stop saying stuff like that. I could not discourage it more. I don't, I don't want to think about this Corbett fella anymore. Let's talk. Let's get, hopefully someone, next caller, I swear, if you want to talk about getting eaten, I'm going to be so angry. Next caller, you're on. Hello, my name is Jackson, and I use she, her pronouns, and I was trying to prove that birds aren't real by catching a bird out in the forest. And guess what I did? What? I caught a bird. Oh, okay. Where did you catch it? I was out in the forest, like I said before, Okay. and using my slingshot sure. that I'm very good at using, I uh -huh. shot the bird. It was a crow, or it appeared to be a crow, and then it fell on the ground, Wait, and, and I went to pick it up. And there was, uh, like a hole in it from the slingshot thing that I hit it with, right? Jesus. It was really That's gross. It's not easy to shoot a, shoot anything with a slingshot there. I'm very good at it. I'm incredibly competent with That's a impressive. slingshot. Okay. And fortunately, I had my field microscope with me. Because, you know, the birds, which are drones, because birds aren't uh -huh. real. I did not know that. Well, I'm here to tell I've you. I've been seeing a lot of signs about that. It's, well, it's complicated. Okay, but you got to the bottom of I it. I got to the bottom of it, and this is what happened. I got my field mm -hmm. microscope. I got some tissue from the inside of this crow, and turns out it's not synthetic flesh like I had been educated about. With the so you're, you're telling us that in this moment you're asserting that they are drones as if we also believe that, as if it were true. Well, what I discovered was actually a, a paradigm shift for me because it was a bird. It was a real bird. And what uh -huh. I discovered in that moment is that based on the evidence, I had to conclude that drones aren't real. Drones aren't real? Yes. That's what the evidence is proving. Drones are birds. Drones are birds, but if the no, birds are real birds, then drones aren't real. Oh, that's just... I'm spinning trying to keep up with this shit. But I called yeah. in, one, to teach you and your listeners the important truth that drones aren't real, but to also ask, uh -huh. can I eat this bird? I wouldn't eat that bird. One, you didn't buy it at a store. You don't know how old it is. Two, it's probably spent its whole life eating trash. Crows are you known know. for that, yeah. If it were at a store and it was, at, you know, behind the counter and you were like, I'm a little bit curious, I'm going to ask you what, what I got to know about this uh, this bit of bird I'm buying. They'd be like, oh, how did it live its life? Or like, oh, it scavenged through trash. It was just chopping up trash with its beak and eating it and swallowing it. And, you know, that was its life, just scrounging from sunrise to sunset. You'd be like, oh, I think I don't want to buy this bird anymore. Yeah. I've enjoyed right a lot of pigs that. that mostly subsisted on trash. This is real trash. Trash from bins. Okay. I, I mean, I feel like it's sort of a semantic difference. You know what they say? Once for me and that bird, ain't it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So I'm, I'm seeing... 
some other crows show up? Should I be worried that other... Um, it sounds like there's a lot of them. There's... So wait, you killed a crow in the forest? I killed a crow in the forest. In our forest. In this Oof. forest. There are... So... There are many... I'm having a hard time kind of quantifying how many birds this is. Is there any way you can count them in front of us? I'd prefer if they didn't, actually. I, 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 the sky is is dark. Their bodies are close together. They're forming a shape. And Caller, did you ever see the end of the film We're Back, A Dinosaur Tale? When the, he turns into that screw? Yeah, you need to get out of there before what? they I, screw you, too. I think it's too late. You should start boarding up the windows right now. I don't have any windows. I'm just out here by myself. Oh. Oh, God. Are there any well, metaphorical windows you can board up? My arms? What? I'm, I wouldn't... I. You need to get out of there, and you need to get out of there now. I'm frozen. They're so loud. They're so loud. And they're getting closer. And they're... Is there any way you can call at them? Try to speak to them in their own language. I'm sorry. Beg for I'm forgiveness. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I just thought you were drones. I didn't know you were real. I'm playing him a spell Harvest the juice of a dolphin Hop from the tank Then I'm ringing the bell Making good use of this coffin These mummified mushrooms Are starting to smell Acting like I am exhausted But actually I am so managing well Visit the delicatessen This selection is what I'm impressed with And don't get it twisted I miss what I mentioned Skipping addiction with this intervention Ripping a hole in dimensions Ingestion of what is endogenous A pot that I'm cooking with Simple ingredients Stretching back to Romulus Acting like these observations Made her just a part of it Only see a sliver in the vision of the architect the farthest fetched i'm barking bets departed west to carve the best the artist test is starting dead take them all back to the part where we met take it all back then i carve it in lead it's a particle thread of the carnival gnar the article read that we started to trend and the whole front end started raising the bar play the guitar like i'm singing on mars made it that stardust and pacing the shards with the martian carcinogens keep barfing in the bar with darkness alarming now pass that door so far sort of the parts of the fork in the road when abandon the post to record what i wrote the source of the code goes war with the soul a morsel of the morning aftermath will leave them feeling whole so cordially arranged to take the polygraphs defeating blow a beating heart that started charging toward another goal please redirect this mothership we've got this and it fucking shows stop drop and roll pocket full of shots at impossible archetype writer with a comic strip he'll miss and the tip of the tongue let's go Stop, drop, and roll. Pocket full of shots that impossible. Archetype rider with a comic strip. He'll miss in the tip of the tongue. Let's go. 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 
let's go. Stirring a stew from a harvest. Give it a swirl till his mother a pearl. Adding a tune I was born with. Thicken it up with the dust of the world. I'm taking a taste and I'm barking. Bearing my teeth and I'm ready to go. More of a sense of the target. Keeping my nose to the scent of a soul. I'm paying a toll for the seance to glow. Talking with ghosts, leaving shade on these scrolls. Making some holes through the places I know. Taking a stone from the grave that I own. Making my home in the grayest of groves. Listening close to the cadence of oaks. Weaving a poem from the way that they grow. Through the weight of this gold for a day on my own. The date is we know, girl, the date is we don't. Fame made is a flame with the angels like glow. Change breaking the cage, we're locking the door. This talking's adorned with the crosses we born. Rocking the boat like a dock in the storm. Shocking the board like a socket and fork. Month man are historic, deciding's your chore. Provided surviving the coldest of wars. To mystify the mystic life, a couple misfits and the gift of sight. Flip scripts like a mirror might from the cryptic to the searing light from your crickets. To the cryptids cry from the viscous. To the crystalline from inconsistent. To a fits in line, theory systems. To the asinine, mapping the Passes a passion for heart, tap into stashes of rations that are fragments from crash ships falling like stars. Not stalling, we're hauling them into the dark. Stalwartly down dusty roads, following our compass rows away from these hollow kings. Although we carry demonic and divine airways, under our songs buried, unlocked when lungs and minds buried. Stop, drop, and roll. Pocket full of shots at impossible. Archetype rider with a comic strip. Bill miss on the tip of the tongue. Let's go. Stop, drop, and roll. Pocket full of shots at impossible. Archetype rider with a comic strip. Bill miss on the tip of the tongue. Let's go. 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 Yeah, well, it looks like, uh, probably didn't turn out so great for old Jackson, huh? Yeah, I don't think Jackson made it. That's too bad. Uh, well, goes to show you two things, really. One, don't kill birds. Two, birds are real. And also, follow-up three, dr drones aren't real. I guess. I don't really understand how that... That logic works. Well, the thing is, right, the theory was that birds are drones, but as we've determined, birds are birds, in fact. But that... Uh, so therefore, therefore, drones aren't real. It's kind of an A plus B equals C sort of thing. I'm... I'm well, gonna disagree to disagree on this one. Mm, okay, well, sure, whatever, man. Let's just keep it moving. Uh, I feel like we're learning a lot now, and let's keep the brain train uh, rocking with another caller. Next caller, ready to rip right now. You're on. Hello there, this is Grandpa Gulliver, and I prefer the, the pronoun see him. Alright, cool. What's up, man? I would just like to call and say that I disagree with y'all. I disagree, and I'd like to sit. I'd like to say here. I'd like to say on this program, what I'd like to say is that the drones are real. What? I took my my drone rifle out. That's it right here in my hands. Can't see it. It's right here in my hands. It's my. It, this was my my grandpappy's drone rifle, and it'll be my my grandchildren's uh drone rifle when they put me in the dirt. Okay. But I, I shot down this drone that was flying around, as I like to do on a Sunday afternoon. And it wasn't a very big one. It was a very small one. 
and, mm-hmm. you know, about the size of a medium-sized bird. You sure it wasn't a bird? No, I thought maybe it'd be a bird, but it was a drone. I got, my eyesight ain't too keen, but I, I could spot me a drone from a mile away. It's pretty keen. So I got, it got all blasted by the gun bits, and I, you know, as a result, I could see inside of it. And when I watched it die, it had the lungs and it had the, the organs and the stuff that it, you need when you're alive. Gross. It appeared to be a sort of a horrific fusion of organic and artificial. Disgusting. So it had like gears and like little buttons and little, I don't know what you call them, like gaskets. Sure, man, why not? But it also had, like, gushy bits as well, and blood and oil mixing together. When it fully stopped doing all of its breathing and such, I rummaged around inside it, and I found it had a label that said 2012, and it had the the Danube Corporation's name on it. Danube? So, I would like to posit that drones are real. And have been since at least the year 2012. This is troubling information. I have kept silent, mostly out of in- indifference, because I know how to defend myself. But, you know, that ain't the case for most folk out there. I don't like the sound of this one bit. No, yeah, that's bad stuff. Why didn't they tell us about this? Yeah, good Aside question. from the fact that they're evil. Yeah, that's the main thing that I reckon is responsible for this. Well, I got another call to make. I got a couple nieces and nephews to catch up with. So I'm just gonna say uh, have a blessed one and uh, trade lightly on the narrow path. Oh, sure. Thanks. Um, goodbye. Okay, well that was pretty gross. Honestly. I didn't go anywhere near where I thought it was going. No. What are the implications of a a living drone? Why would you make a living drone? It seems like it would be easier to make a fully mechanical drone. Are you... Do you think that maybe they can reproduce? I mean, they... It sounds like they've got most of the organs that a living creature has. So, yes. I don't trust this one bit. If they can reproduce out there and they're out there living in the wild, pulling a Jeff Goldblum in a Jurassic Park. And, like, kind of lay sexily on the ground with the shirt open? No, no, like, they, they learn how to reproduce even though they might not have even been designed for that. And the life finds like a way Like Jeff bit. Goldblum? No, he says a thing about life finds a way. Jeff Goldblum can reproduce. He always has been able to. There I know. Was never I saw any the question. I saw the film The Fly. I know that. That's not what the fly was about. That's the thesis of the film. Anyways, um, whatever. I don't know. Don't, don't shoot stuff in the forest. Be it drone or bird or whatever. If we learned anything here, we learned that shooting things in the forest is, unless you're a licensed licensed forest shooter, it's not. It's not gonna be good for you. Mm, and even if you are, like, maybe reconsider what you're doing with your life. Anyhow, um, 
let's let's get let's move on. I don't want to think anymore about this drone. Um, someone else, please. Someone else with another query is ready to talk right now. You're on. My name is Lars Lamborghini. He him, and I would like to complain that the cup that Jet Black's coffee leaks along the seam every time. I mean, every single time, every single got dang time. I get that coffee. I'm just trying to tear down Jet Black Coffee. I just think the people should know. Yeah, so you're saying you're going to the Jet Black Coffee and they the cups leak every every time. Have you thought about just holding the cup at a diagonal away from the seam? I don't think I mm. should have to augment my holding of the cup. I don't think that's right. Have you thought about double cupping? That's wasteful. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Lars, I just think you're being a little bit nitpicky, if I could say. Like, Jet is one of the few people I feel like I can trust, despite the fact that Jet has only been here for a few weeks. Although I will say that that is a possible health code violation. That's what I'm saying. Having a cup that drip? Yeah, like that cup, when it leaves, you know, it goes into the, the cup holder, your car, and once it's in the cup holder, it's leaking, it's leaking, it's leaking, then you take the cup out. And then it becomes kind of a petri dish of all manner of creatures while it's in the lukewarm water. You know, a car gets hot in the summer, and then all the the critters are swirling in there, and you've just got yourself a recipe for disaster. If you go back in there with a straw and you take a little sip, you could be uh, really doing some harm to yourself. That's what I'm talking Hold on. about. Lars, two guns. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's the danger of those cups like that. They should be discontinued. And on top of that, they are a nuisance. Sure. Look, I'm not the health inspector here. Let me just start by saying. But what happens once you leave Jet Black, Jet Black Coffee, that's got nothing to do with them. That's your business. No, if you wanna, that's not true at all. If you want to take your coffee and dump it into a dirty pond and then try to drink it, like that's a bad idea. But that's that's not... You know, that's got nothing to do with them. If they give you a cup that could one day become poison, that's on them. I don't want to drink poison. I just want to drink <laughs> Jet Black coffee. That's all I want. And I want to get all of the Jet Black coffee in my mouth instead of in the seam of the cup. Have you considered um, getting a nice travel mug? I think they, they're selling them now. Jet's got, like, specially branded ones that seal up real nice. And, and... you being a real freak of nature and bringing in a Cup of Joel reusable cup. Oh, I don't, Why would I don't you want do to that? do that. I hate Cup of Joel with every part of my body. I hate him so much. Wow, that's serious. That's just, that's just why I want Jet Black Coffee to stay in the cup. But you bring up a very good point. Of having a reusable kind of travel cup situation. Yeah. That And you know what? It stays hotter. Oh. You can get one of those Jason Momoa aluminum cups. Jason Momoa. With Jason Momoa's face on it. Oh, that makes me so thirsty for jet black coffee. Alright, well, I'm gonna go get my Jason Derulo travel cup and then get some more jet black coffee. Thank you so much for your help. Hmm. Say hi to Jet. I will. I will do that. Goodbye. Bye.
Oh man, got me Jones in for a sweet cup of bean sauce, you know. I take mine black, and I like it burnt. You know, for What's those long stakeouts that you gotta do. Why would you want it burnt, though? Because life is hard, and my coffee should reflect that. That's an interesting philosophy. I don't want a cup of lies, is what I'm saying. Whatever. I like it with a little bit of oat milk. Anyways, uh, I think we got time for just one more call. Um, yeah, a little one. Ideally a little one, yeah. I can already see um, Topher starting to load out and load in, whatever. Anyways, uh, last caller, what do you got for me? Hello, my name is Jeremy Lollipop Smith. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I have just been assigned uh, as the partner of the, the guest on the show uh, for, for two Oh. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a health inspector. Uh, I, I'm excuse me. Uh, who are you? I'm I'm Whoa. a new graduate of the health inspector academy, and uh, I've just been assigned to you, sir. Um, are you trying sir. to replace him? I I wouldn't dare replace anyone. I just I just you are stepping in the footsteps of a giant here. You. F it's a lot of responsibility, but I think you need some. You will help, never sir. live up to his legendary reputation. Two guns, don't you need help? That's what I've been saying this whole time, but I'm not here to have some academy nobody come in here and just tell me that they can outshine this legacy that we have in front of us. I'll, I'll never be able to outshine your partner. I just, I'm really passionate about. Food yeah, safety. I know that. I just told you that. I'm, I think once you get to know me, you'll know I'm a really hard worker and that I know a lot about sort of the underground of the restaurant world in this town and it's something i really underground. really care about would you say that you're really book smart or that you're more like a rebel i have lived you have to pick one in the deepest darkest pits and shadows of this town and i got out and i've decided that i need to help clean up these restaurants and these subterranean dark places and i think two guns that I could really help you out. I think you could teach me a lot. I think you're you're a legend in your own right in the health inspector community. Well, if uh, if this is something that the chief wants, I'll try it out. But I'm making no promises. All right, you you won't be disappointed. I know I'm going to be disappointed. No, man, I'm going to turn I'm going to turn things around. Yeah, two guns. You should go into this with more of an open heart and mind. I'm not gonna let this world rip my fucking heart out again. Mm -hmm. Chew it up, no, that's spit it out onto the floor. I think step on it a little bit. We've both mm -hmm. been hurt by this world, and I think I can help you out, and I can help this town out. So I just want to let you know on air that I'm gonna help this community. Jeremy Lollipop Smith is gonna make a difference in this town. All right. Are you willing to do what is necessary? I am. No matter what it is. Whatever it takes. All right, I'll give it a try. Okay. I'll meet you All down right. at the station. All right. Um, thank you so much, sir. Can you get me two sandwiches? What kind of sandwich do you like? Have you been to that new place, uh, Steakout? I'm about to go there right now and get you two sandwiches, sir. I'm going to need two lawn johns. All right. Extra steak on both. Perfect. Extra whiz on both. Perfect. No onions on one of them. And I want it clearly labeled. All right. 
That's just that. I love it. Delicious. Jeremy, you can't put up with this. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win two guns over. If it takes a couple sandwiches, that's the price I'm willing to pay. Now you gotta win him over by walking right into the station and slapping him in the face. A little bit of sweet, a little sour. Yeah. All right. But I, I still want my fucking sandwiches. All right. Pretend you didn't hear that. Two guns. Cover your ears. Watch it. Now go slap him, slap him in the face. I like that idea. All right, perfect. Well, I gotta go. I got some sandwiches, and I got to get this slapping hand ready. I'm also doing it, and you're gonna hear the door slam on my way out because I'm intense. Bye. It was great having you on the show. Um, good luck. Anyways, let's talk about what we learned today. Honestly, most foods that are kept at an edible temperature are in what's called the danger zone, and I guess you shouldn't eat them, which is challenging. I don't know how that works, but it's gotta be either real hot or real cold, and either way, it hurts your mouth. Good to know. Uh huh. Birds? Okay, follow me here. Birds are real. Birds aren't drones. Drones are also real and might be birds, but not the way that you think. Gotta investigate that further. What else? Don't eat a Sasquatch. That's not nice. Don't get eaten by a Sasquatch either. That's important. You know, there's nothing wrong with, like, when you feel down to seek out someone to talk to. That's just a thought. What else? Um, honestly, I feel like we've just got a big list of things not to eat. Knee-high, bloody, dripping mushrooms. I would recommend not eating. People don't eat. Especially if you're a person, but even if you're not a person, uh, don't eat goblins. Also, they're trying their best to get ate up, but don't fall for it. There's some sort of, like, subterranean restaurant scene that I wasn't particularly aware of, and it sounds kind of cool and maybe sexy, but also scary. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what's going on there, but can't wait to find out. Um, don't stay at Dale's unless you want to get eaten. Yeah, and that's all for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. Goodbye.